Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 27 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. And uh, happy Monday, I guess. No, I mean, you know, it's it's not, you know, that bad that it's Monday. I don't know where you are, but where I am, it's it's beautiful out. It's a great day, great day to go out, have some fun. Uh, if you haven't already, you know, go out. Still, still some time left in the day. Uh, you know, you go out. Go for a walk, go for a bike ride, go for a run I don't know man, whatever you want to do Go out and do it, it's beautiful out, enjoy it You know, it's going to be a nice week Uh, Had a nice weekend, you know, I talked to you guys on Friday But I had a nice weekend, you know, it was a nice nice out Once again, nice weekend I uh, did a couple of things Um, But, you know, I'm happy to be here man We got a lot to talk about today Uh, Last night, you know, Wrestlemania we got WrestleMania to talk about. I want to talk about the Final Four uh, recap. I'm going to recap that. Uh, of course, we're going to talk about the championship tonight. Uh, we got, you know, Paul Pierce versus Wade and AB and Juju and a couple other things to handle. So, we got a lot on the table today. Should be a good show. You know, it's always a good show, but I think this will be a good one. So, let's start. With WrestleMania, okay, my wrestling fans, you know, you guys, we don't talk about WWE like that on here, but today we're going to because last night was a great event. Uh, I enjoyed it. Okay, before I t- before I start, let me tell you something. All right, we know WWE fans, pro wrestling fans, listen, man, we know that it's scripted. We know that. We know this, and we know this. All right, and we know. That it's entertainment because the E in WWE is entertainment. Now, nobody says, oh, you should be watching anime because it's fake or you shouldn't be watching Love and Hip Hop because it's fake or you shouldn't be watching a Marvel movie because it's fake. Bro, it's WWE. It's pro wrestling. Get over it. People enjoy it. Yes, grown men enjoy it. Get over it, bro. Um, And, you know, these these superstars, these athletes are athletes at the end of the day. You know what you do in your backyard with your what you used to do in your backyard with your uh your siblings and cut that's not professional wrestling. You know these these men and women are on the road, damn near three hundred sixty five days of the year. They're risking their bodies and lives, you know, for the entertainment of the people. And you know I think you know I appreciate them, you know, and I I really enjoy it. So we're gonna talk about it. Um, last night Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar. To uh, win the Universal Championship Was not expecting that Being as though uh, You know It was reported that Brock did Or was about to sign A new contract with WWE But He dropped the title last night Uh, John Cena came back (laughs) As the Doctor of Thugonomics And a surprise To interrupt Elias And I thought that was really cool Uh, You know When they showed the, The Babe Ruth Video package I said oh yeah this is Cena I knew it was Cena because you know that's just uh, It just felt like a Cena thing And then when the music hit The uh, word life music hit man I marked out bro I marked out I was yelling I said oh no I said no way John freaking Cena We're a freaking life bro uh, My guy came up with the 
the the Yankees hat, jersey on, word life nucks, the pumps, the Reebok pumps, and you know he's out there in his Boston accent and gave us some bars and gave Elias the f you. That was that was good, man. And then to hear seeing to talk about it after, which is like you know. He wasn't supposed to be on the card. He just finished wrapping uh, a movie on Thursday. And, he, you know, he didn't want to be via satellite. And he wanted to be here. And he just wanted to be a part of the show. That And then to hear him say that they don't need him anymore. As, like, they, like, us, the fans, and they, the WWE. It's, it's weird, bro. It's, it's interesting. Because you got to think. Cena's been in this for, what, 17 years now? And now he's starting to, you know, he's coming to his end. And um, I appreciate seeing him, man, for doing it last night. And it was a good, it was a treat for the fans. It just made me realize how old I was. Like, I remember in first grade asking for Reebok pumps because John Cena had them. Like, I, I felt like an old man last night. But uh, what else? Oh, my goodness. We have our first legit Black WWE champion, first black Grand Slam champion, Kofi Kingston, uh, born in Ghana, raised here. Listen, man, I I, I almost cried. That tears in my eyes. It's just as a black man to see that it just feels so good because we, if you know about WWE anything, you know how they treat most of the black wrestlers. Most of the black wrestlers aren't serious characters, and you know. Or they are, and then they turn into clowns, and it's just crazy. Like Booker T, prime example. Booker T came to WCW, came from WCW in 01. He was WCW, WCW champion. He brought that belt over to WWE. They take the, you know, he loses the belt. He has good segments, you know. He's funny. Booker T's funny on his own, but then he has this feud with Triple H in 03, and it's very, very racist. Triple H said mad racist, like borderline racist stuff to Booker T. And Booker T lost the match at WrestleMania. Booker T didn't get the World Heavyweight Championship again until he was King Booker. One of the worst characters. Like, come on, man. That's that's just bad, bro. And to see a black man be able to become the WWE Champion, you know, alongside of his brothers, you know, alongside his two friends, that you know they didn't have to do anything. You know they they're self made. They they made the new day on their own, and they turned it into something big. They got themselves over, and it's just great to see, man. He had his kids in the ring, and Kofi's a champion, man. That's great. I'm happy for him, and I'm just happy for everybody, man. We that you know we made this happen, basically, man. The fans wanted this, and we got it. I thought that was great to see. I was happy for him, and it was just good. And hell of a match by those two as well. Daniel Bryan put on the show. Him and Kofi tore it down. And then the main event, uh, Becky Lynch, champ champ, got uh, beat Ronda and Charlotte in the first ever women's main event. And, you know, that was great, great for the brand. Something that's never uh, happened before. And uh, I, I enjoyed it, man. It was a great show. And uh, it was good. I, I got to get to a WrestleMania. I, I would like to get to a WrestleMania before I leave this earth. I think that's one of my goals. But, uh, yeah, man, it was a great show. So, uh, what what else do we ha- uh, have to talk about? As, oh, wait a minute. As far as, since we're going on the topic of WWE, let's talk about <laughs> D-Wade versus Paul Pierce. Please, let's talk about that. Okay, so Paul Pierce 
took it upon himself to go on national television, national television, live TV, and say that he was better than Dwayne Wade. Now, in what universe is Paul Pierce better than Dwayne Wade? So he says this, and you know, he's given some of his reasons why he feels this way. And then Jalen Rose, you know, simply just had to break it down to him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to take a listen to that. Hold up. You, sh- you know what? And since you should just start posting them on your own. And since Dwayne Wade isn't here to defend his honor, I'm No, well, I'm south of Dwayne Wade. No, it's my turn. My no, turn. Don't my turn. Oh, don't backtrack. Don't backtrack. He's made all NBA first team twice. Paul hasn't done it. He made all NBA eight times to your four. He's made all defensive team three times to your zero. Ooh, zero. That's rough. He's won one scoring title. You weren't able to win a scoring title. That's too bad. He has three rings. You have one ring. Ooh, three is bigger than one. What are we doing? He's just just the hype man over there, huh? Just the hype man. I I don't have have a horse in the race. (laughs) I mean, we got a... So, after Jalen Rose embarrassed that man to his face you know told him the facts to his face because it wasn't like it wasn't facts Jalen was just reading facts like bro paul paul you got a little too much dip on your chip now listen i'm not disrespectful paul pierce was cool in his day like paul pierce was cool right but paul pierce i you know like he was telling us to go back and watch you know his early 2000s you know before the big three okay cool but you didn't win nothing like that like he didn't win nothing. Like, he was like, you know, you give me Shaq, you give me Brown, whatever. Like, bro, Paul Pierce, listen. And then, you know, after Jalen had said that, then Twitter just went in an uproar. Twitter, first of all, we all hate Paul Pierce equally. Everybody hates Paul Pierce because Paul Pierce just, he's stupid. Like, he just says dumb. Like, his name, his nickname is The Truth, but Paul Pierce does nothing but lie. He just tells lie. Paul Pierce is just a big capper, bro. Paul Pierce, listen, man. Twitter was in an uproar. Twitter was on his head, like his headband, all weekend. Now this, this right here, I'm gonna read some of these tweets. This is one of my favorite tweets right here. This is by Tim Reynolds. If Dwayne Wade came back next season, played all 82 games, and scored zero points in every one, he still have a higher scoring average than Paul Pierce. That's a that's a shame. That is honestly a shame. And you talking about you had the better career. Sir, please stop it. Please. Like, what What were you thinking when you went up there and said that? Like, you were sitting there. Like, I understand, you know, you got to defend yourself. You know, you're not just going to say, oh, yeah, somebody's better than me. But at least be honest. Like, don't just sit there and lie. Like, don't do that. That's just, no. No, Paul. Paul. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack. <laughs> don't you? Don't you smoke crack? Look at me, boy. Paul, you smoke crack, don't you? Because you got to be high to come on live TV and say something like that, man. Look, I like I couldn't even I didn't want to play his audio because it was just it was no need. Like he had no valid reason to why he felt he was better than Ball Pierce. Even when they show I mean better than D-Wade. Even when they showed the numbers, there was nothing even remotely of substance that could help him in his case to why he thinks he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. I'll leave it at this. Paul Pierce, please 
please stop telling lies on national TV. Please. That's that's all I ask of you. Now, I want to get into something a little more serious. Ah, <sighs> you hate to see it, man. Let's 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 get into Antonio Brown and Juju, man. I I just don't get it. I don't get it. Okay, so yesterday AB and Juju got into a little Twitter dispute that all ultimately started with AB, man. So AB was responding to some fans, some Steelers fans on Twitter. After he tweeted, keep your emotions off the internet, and then it, it turned into emotional Pittsburgh fans. It's over, bro. Move on, fan. Buy my Raiders jersey. Then the Steelers fans simply replied, you know, trolling AB with the 2018 Steelers MVP, which was Juju. And then uh, AB uh, quoted that and said, emotion. Boy fumbled the whole postseason in the biggest game of the year. Everyone went blind to busy making guys famous. Not enough reality these days. By the way, check the list. Like, why? Like, I could have swore last week or, or a couple of days ago he posted a picture of him and Juju and was talking like, you know, it was it was it was respect. But like, that is crazy. Like, how how man? Like, how can you be like that? How can you be like that? Juju has never came out to the media and talked bad about you. Juju has never done anything in any ill will that I know of. And, and you know, he said this. He said this. So Juju then, you know, Juju, because I didn't think Juju was going to even say anything. But then Juju took to Twitter as well. And um, he tweeted, keep your emotions off the internet. Then he said, all I ever did was show that man love and respect from the moment I got to the league. I was genuinely happy for him. Two, when he got traded to Oakland with a big contract, and now he takes shots at me on social media. Crazy how that big ego got to be. Wait, hold up. <laughs> Crazy how big that ego got to be to take shots at people who show you love. SMH. And then uh, Juju tweeted a picture that says, Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. And then uh, I believe Ryan Grant has some things to say. And was just like, you know, he was right. And now, you know, I, 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 hey, man, I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to see it. Because there's no way that you go on Twitter as a grown man to tweet about another grown man who you were, who you were a teammate with and shared a field with. Like that. Like Juju didn't do nothing to you, man. Juju didn't do anything to you. And that, that's a young guy with show more maturity than you at your big age, Mr. Antonio Brown, Mr. Mr. Big Chest. Listen, bro, I was happy for you when you got your contract and you got traded to the Raiders. But for you to act like this, first, first the Shannon Sharp thing I didn't like. That was distasteful. You know, when you uh, were on the shop. That was distasteful. Now this, I'm not I'm not liking it, man. You're starting to look toxic. You're starting to look real toxic, man. And, you know, I, I, I gave you a lot of benefit of the doubt. And I, I, I stuck up for you about, you know, how Big Ben went about it on the radio talking about you and everything I did. But now I'm starting to think it's not all Big Ben's fault. Now I'm starting to think that you had some, you know, and I can see that. Like, no way, man. Like, the way you're acting right now, I'm not even going to take it till it's the contract. I'm not going to say it's because you don't like the still. I think that's just how you are. That's just how you are. Like, like at what point has anybody ever seen any bad press about Juju and AB? Has has Juju ever went to the media and said anything wrong about AB? 
Has Juju ever tweeted about AB? Like, what What was the cause for that? Nobody said anything about... It just didn't... It just was uncalled for. I think the tweets were uncalled for. And then it's Twitter. Like, why are you on Twitter expressing... Oh, man, it was nasty. I didn't like any of it, man. I didn't... I, I just didn't like it. I just think that, you know... There's a line, and he definitely crossed it. He definitely crossed it. It was just unnecessary. It was just bad to see. He just looks real bad right now, man. He looks really, really bad. And you know what else looks really, really bad? The Jets' new uniforms. Yeah, I'll say it. Oh, let me, let me look at these. Let me look at these so I can try to describe them. Fam, these jerseys, these uniforms are not it. Especially the black ones. I don't care. And usually black uniforms are tough. Black uniforms make every like every team's black uniform is usually tough. The Panthers, the Bengals, especially the Ravens. Um, who else has a, 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 a fire black? Even the Cardinals all black is tough. This is mid. Oh, my goodness. And then the all green is awful. They just look like the old Eagles uniforms. Like... Why? Why would you switch up from the classic look? If you're not gonna sw- if you're gonna switch from the classic look, please come with fire. Because God, this is awful. Like when the Browns changed their uniforms and the Browns original jerseys were nice to me. And then when they switched up, I didn't like them at first, but I like them now. They grew on me. These aren't gonna grow on me. These are disgusting. They look like a wreck team. They look like a wreck team that wants to be the Eagles. They, but their name is the Jets. Like they just look nasty. Like they look like these are worse than the AAF uniforms. And rest in peace to the AAF. That's a shame. But I'm glad a lot of those guys are getting signed. Hopefully none of them signed to the Jets, because these uniforms are god awful. Like how can you be proud of this? No way. No way. These uniforms are disgusting, and the helmets make them even worse. They spent all this money, and I don't know why. I feel bad for the fans. They have to wear this. These uniforms are gross. Like, I don't know. Now now I think about who has the most fire uniforms in the NFL. Hmm. I think, okay, I think my top five uniform in the NFL, top five, um, not even, like, I'm, I'm talking all together, like, just, you know, home, away, alternate included. Um, I think I'll start the Bengals. No order, by the way. The Bengals. Um, hmm, who else? The Panthers have tight uniforms. Oh, the Jags. Uh, who else has a fire uniform uh, selection? Um, I'm trying to think. There's so many teams. Um, um, the Jet. The Cardinals have a nice. I like that all red. The Cardinals have a nice one. The Cardinals and that all black is nice. But I think the Bengals have the best. That that bangle that bangle orange is something to see. Uh, those black jerseys, the black pants combos are fire. Uh, alternate um, Ravens all black is ridiculous, but I like it. I like when the Ravens wear the black top and white bottom combo. That that's a fire combination. It's slept on, bro. When they come out with the black tops and the white bottoms, I appreciate those. Those are fire. I like those better than the all black. But anything is better than a Jets uniform right now. Like that's just disgusting. Oh, that's nasty. Um, the cut some some of the color rush uniforms are cool. Like I like the Browns color rush. I like the 
Titans color rush. I love that powder blue. I love that powder blue. Oh, I forgot. The Seahawks uniforms, the Seahawks uniforms, when they first came out, the new ones, they were cool at first. But then I realized how cool the old ones used to be. Like, remember the uh, the one that Hasselback and Alexandria used to wear? They had, like, the, the blue shoulders, I think. And then the middle of the jersey was lime green. Oh, my goodness, those uniforms were fire. They don't they don't really, you know, Nike's gotten a little lazy with these uniforms. That's why I wish like NFL uniforms had more freedom like because it's just some uniforms are so bland like the Colts uniforms. The Colts have the worst uniforms in the NFL. I'm sorry, Colts fans, but those uniforms are just boring. They look racist. Those uniforms are just dry. Goodness gracious. Wow. Wow, time's okay. Whoa, I was okay. I did not think I was going to spend this much time talking about NFL uniforms. Uh, like, what what can we talk about? What's what series that we can get into? What, what's another thing we could talk about? We can get oh, the final for the, the, the tournament, the championship is tonight. Yeah, let's get into that. I was right at a, uh wow. I was right about a couple of things on Friday. I was right about both games being defensive, and I was right about. Uh, Virginia winning but I was wrong Michigan State did not beat Texas Tech Texas Tech played a great game that was a good defensive game as well and Texas Tech advanced to the championship but I knew Virginia would win and I knew who it would come down to Mr. Kyle Guy I knew it man I knew it I, I just that's just that's just who he is on that team you know he's he's their clutch performer and uh, Hey man, it was the way it happened. It was controversial. You can call it controversial. You know the refs missed the the double dribble before that was you know before the foul even came into play, so they missed that, and it was just crazy, man. I just don't understand how you can foul somebody in that situation, three point line. You know where he's going after he's fouled. Like why? And that was a blatant foul too. That was that was a clear foul. You know he he came in. Rushed and you know he took took away his landing, and sent him to the line for three. Now somebody on Auburn did the Reggie Miller choke sign, and then Cal guy hit all three. That that if that isn't karma, man, he smacked him too, and they iced him. You know they called a timeout before he went for the third one for the win, and he was cool, karma collected, and got Auburn out of there. You know Virginia, this is the same Virginia, this is the Virginia team that got knocked out. Last year in the first round by UMBC with the biggest upset and probably one one of the biggest upsets in tournament history. And now these guys are on their way to the championship. Uh, a lot of people, uh, I've seen, you know, in some brackets or some circles, people pick Virginia but to win it all. But if you thought Virginia and Texas Tech would be your championship, I if you had that, congratulations to you. Hats off to you because Eric didn't think that was going to happen. No way. Uh, but the championship game should be interesting, though. Uh, these two teams are very defensive, you know, choke teams out with their defense. And uh, once again, I think it'll come down to Cal Guy. You know, I think that'll be the difference maker tonight. And I got Virginia winning tonight. It's going to be a close game, though. But I got Virginia winning, and I have it coming down to Cal Guy. And, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting. But it's it's been a good tournament, though. I've enjoyed it. You know, I've managed to watch probably most of the games. Uh, like I said, I was right about, you know, it not being any Cinderella stories this year. You know, the top seeds pretty much handled handled, handled their business. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I'm excited for the championship tonight, and that'll be the end of college basketball. 
And then now we got to look forward to the NBA playoffs. Listen, I'm not even excited, man. I'm not excited about the NBA playoffs. Let me tell you why. No LeBron and possibly no D-Wade. Like, there's a possibility that we don't have D-Wade or LeBron. And hold up. Wait, what's going on? Hold up. Hold up, A.B. Oh, my goodness. A.B., really? Really, A.B.? Come on, fam. Uh, Antonio Brown posted uh, an old DM with Juju. Oh, God. <sighs> anyway, listen, man. So, it's down. Now, it's down to the Heat, the Hornets, and the Pistons for the uh, the eighth seed in the East. And we got two games left. So, the Pistons lost yesterday to the Hornets, and that kept the... Uh, the Heat in contention, playoff contention, but the Heat sit in 10th place. So the Pistons play the Grizzlies tomorrow and then the Knicks on Wednesday. So they'll probably beat the Knicks, might beat the, might lose to the Grizzlies, depending on how they come out. Then you got the Hornets, they play the, they play the Cavs and then they'll play the Magic. And then Miami is the only team playing playoff. They got the Sixers tomorrow. And the Nets on Wednesday. Realistically, the Heat are not going to the playoffs. That's just me being realistic. Hopefully, they make it because I would like to see D Wade get in one more time and you know work some magic one more time. Because you know he's literally the only way the Heat can stay in these games. There's no reason Wade should be taking these big shots. Granted, he is making them, but the way the Heat lost yesterday was like really. They okay, so they get the overtime. Shouldn't have really went to overtime. That last possession was weird. But they get to overtime. They're down by four. They get three straight possessions, good defensive stands, and they just take wide open threes and miss them. Why not go to the hole? And you're not the Warriors. Like, the, the, the Heat are not a three-point shooting team. And I and once again, I just don't understand Spoh's rotations this year have been really, really questionable. Like, there's like with the last five minutes of the fourth quarter, Whiteside wasn't on the court. Whiteside wasn't in foul trouble. Bam isn't even 100% after the bump he took. Why Whiteside had 16 points in the first half, I believe. 7 for 8 in the first quarter. Why isn't Whiteside in the game? Why isn't Whiteside in the game? It's like, do you not want to go to the playoffs, Bo? Listen, this Heat team, once Wade's gone, this Heat team, Heat team is in trouble. Right? They are in trouble. Goodness gracious. But um yeah man the NBA playoffs start this Saturday. Uh we'll we'll be talking about that start probably on Friday. We'll probably talk about that. But also going on in the NBA yesterday during the uh broadcast, uh I think it was a Cavs broadcast. Richard Jefferson has some things to say about the Warriors in the uh 2015 uh wait, excuse me, no, 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 the 2016 team what year did the Cavs beat them? Whatever Cavs team beat them, man. And then the year after when they brought KD, he, he equated that to, you know, when you go out on the court and play pickup game and you beat a team, then the team, and it was a good game, they say run it back. And instead, you know, they went and got their big brother. Like, that's that. That was a great analogy. And that made sense because that's exactly what the, what the Warriors did, man. Listen, the Warriors knew they were not going to beat LeBron again. They weren't. If they got a rematch the year after that, they weren't going to beat LeBron, so they wouldn't call KD. They wouldn't call KD, and that's my problem with KD going to Golden State. Because, listen, 
They don't really bang with you like that, bro. I said this before. That's not really your man's in it. Like you're not really in the group message. Like, like they put they like if this was a group, if the Warriors was a group message, they threw KD in a group message. So, you know, they can have somebody to pick on or have somebody to uh, joke on. But he not really there to discuss or send memes. Like, they not laughing at his jokes in the group message. They not laughing at his memes. They not laughing at his gifs. They just there to clown him. Like, that's really why they brought Golden State, brought him to Golden State. He's Weapon X. They just needed him to beat LeBron. So, they don't really need KD right now. So, listen, KD. You, you, and then you got upset. Then KD got upset about that. Y'all know KD is... The the uh the Instagram man. Y'all know he is. Hold on, let me find it. What did he say to RJ? He commented on it. Uh he was like, Oh yeah, he was like everybody from the streets now, I think. That's what he said. Hold up. I know I like that tweet. Where is it? Where is it? Um yeah, he, he you know, yeah. Okay, here we go, here we go. He said, Okay, everybody from the streets now. Then RJ said on the next episode of ESP in the Ballroom, someone explained to K D He's the best player on the best team, so the media covers and talks about him a lot, which in turn raises the NBA ratings. When the ratings are high, companies have to spend more money on the rights to the NBA. The money then goes to the players. As far as the streets comment, my single mom left LA trying to make sure one of her three boys didn't get shot up and killed on the same corner my dad did this year. Uh, I think we both can relate to the moms with the, the single moms with the struggle. So RJ took the deep approach to get KD out of there. Listen, KD, you you gotta realize this, man. Even Draymond, I I was I forgot about that last, last on Friday to talk about the uh when who Draymond was talking about when he was like everybody want to be like LeBron. He was talking about KD. Y'all know he was talking about KD. But um, yeah, man, listen. That's how they treated you, man. They brought you in as weapon X to get LeBron out of there. That's that's all it is. You're not really a part of that team, man. Them dudes really done. You and you know this. You're not even you cut from a different cloth than they are. They not really built like you. Because this is my thing about KD. He he's a real one to me. Social media side, you know, before he went to Golden State, you know, I liked KD. I didn't have a problem with KD. He was never like a fake tough guy to me. But you know, when you look at him in Golden State, I just I just look at him different. But um, championship game tonight, uh, Virginia. I got Virginia over Texas Tech. And then, you know, got the NBA playoffs starting Saturday. So we'll talk about that more on Friday. All right, guys. Uh, I think that's all I got for you today. Uh, great show. I believe this is a good show again for episode 27 uh, here on this good Monday. I'll be back on Friday. Okay, so this weekend, right, boxing fans, we got, we got ourselves a treat. Once again, okay, so Friday, Loma's back on ESPN Plus. But I'll, you know, I'll, hey man, I might start telling y'all how to watch these fights, all right, uh, for the free. But Loma's back Friday, Loma and Crowler, uh, that's going to be a good one Friday night. Then Saturday, we got uh, Clarissa Shields and Christina Hammer on Showtime for free. And also on that card is Jerron Boots Ennis. So we got a good, good weekend for boxing. So I will be talking, we'll be breaking those fights down on Friday as well. Um, what else is going on? Oh, the NHL playoffs start on Wednesday. I guess, you know, crickets, crickets. Go pens, okay. Go pens. We'll be talking about that Friday as well. First round of that. But um make sure you follow Electrified Pod on Twitter and follow 
at Electrified Pod on Instagram and make sure you tag me if you're going to repost something, man. I appreciate the love and support. Continue to support the boy. I'm going to make sure this show gets better for you because I do this for you. I don't do this for my health, man. I do this for you guys, provide content for you guys. So I'll uh, keep tuning in, keep listening. I'll be back Friday for episode 28. With that being said, I'm Eric Lyons and you have just been Electrified.